Truly an honor to spend it with you guys. I remind you to get on WrenchNation.tv where you can find, we get it, you guys are busy. A lot of you are working double, triple overtime, and you, uh, you know, you dip in and out of the show, catch, uh, uh, well, of recent, man, of course, Magnus Walker, uh, that was a great show, Greg, that was a great interview, uh, I mean, it's amazing, I think, when we can cover conversations, and half the time, it's nothing to do with vehicles, and it's just the spirit of people. Yeah, his input of just, like, following his gut, and just doing what how he many, wanted to do was great. Yeah, like how many of you, I think sometimes we push it too hard, and at the end of the day, man, just trust the gut, but you can catch that show. Uh, I want to go back, Meekum Auctions. Uh, we had a good time with the uh, lead TV commentator, John Craman, of course, Wade Kawasaki of Legend Brands uh, Companies of Coca Tire. He was on site. So there's a chock full of great shows. And listen, I know a lot of you like to tinker. There was one show, Lifted Trucks. We had Mike Halland on. Uh, they've got four or five lifted truck dealers. They specialize in that. A lot of you, listen, man, I know you got your bonus. You're spending the money. You're, you're lifting that truck. But that's a great episode because we actually cover some of the common mistakes. Uh, you know, what to do. Gosh, my after the lift, the thing permanently pulls. It's not alignable. Little things like that. Uh, Greg, welcome to the show, man. I, yeah. I, uh, I'm glad to have you on, and i got to let the people know. Uh, Susie is running the show at the garage from time to time. That'll uh, we miss her. We miss her. I just called her like right before we got on air, and I said, nah, 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 <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, <laughs> you're not on the mic. She loves, she loves doing it. Right. Yeah. How are you doing? How are things? Uh, doing good. It seems like a Monday still, but we're still pushing through the week, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I tell you what, on the way over, and you guys know a live show has its live show uh butterflies before we do this it's not like we can retake but on the way they decided two things happened to me greg my center stack console in my ford explorer it said ain't working in 115 oh. degrees but it did have a little ac so i was happy well, i was trying to you be said grateful Ford, right ah, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> i'm a ford guy you know that but uh so that happened i'm like okay cool no big deal I, i'm a grown individual i've been here in arizona 30 years i can deal with it and then they partially shut the freeway down. I'm like, okay, no problem. I got to be in studio 15 minutes. Yeah, what else is new? It is, but it is. Uh, I'm sure you guys listening is something about the summer. It's a great time for sure. But when we are stacked and stressed, the heat just brings an element. So I do want to make a public service announcement. Greg, drumroll. All right, there we go. People chill out behind the wheel. A lot of you going mad. I've seen you. You're Sunday school on Sunday, and then Tuesday you're flipping people off because you got the road rage. Oh, that's just wrong. Just chill out, people. I mean, come on. How many of you agree? How many of you got a cousin that's just peaceful? The guy reads 10 books a weekend. But, boy, when he gets road rage, he's a maniac. We all have that relative, right? <laughs> Uncle Joe, Uncle Sam, right? What do they say? You could pick your nose, but you can't pick your relatives. But no, but I'm serious. We all need, especially in this desert heat, because we do see, you see an uptick out there, people acting a little crazy. Oh yeah. You have to be patient. Even nowadays, yeah. even when you don't want to be, you just have to be. It's, not it's worth bananas. It. It's not worth it. Well, I want to tell you, speaking of patience, when you plan a car show event with a multitude of trophy style cars, an eclectic event, that can be a little pressure. That can be a little stress. Oh, yeah. Wear you out. It'll wear you out. But we got Mr. Ken Vela MC. He is not a wearable item. <laughs> he has planned wow. the 15th annual Fountain Valley Car Show 
and it is a shinding of shinding. Yeah, that takes some doing. I've seen what he's putting together. I'm excited to be there, and yeah, it's no easy task. I'm not joking. He's had some people from Russia try to break into that website, <laughs> I think, because it's so popular. Right. But Ken Vela's going to join us. He is a show contributor. Ken Vela, also an amazing talent behind a microphone, a great voice of car culture. Uh, he has done a ton of work out in Southern California. And we are also honored. Folks, family, get on. And please, not while you're driving. Check out carshowsafari.com. I went on that website uh, actually a few weeks back and dove into it deeper. We've got Tommy Scalera and Ruby Scalera, a family affair going back in time. And you may ask yourself, okay, great, lots of websites. What's the big deal? Well, it is a big deal. His website is amazing. Not only that, the animation. The how many content. you agree? You get to a website. Oh wow, nice colors. It's like psychological. It's hypnotizing me. But there ain't no bones to the website. Nope. Nope. This website has bones regarding all things automotive. Um, you're talking about every nook and cranny of car show events across the country. A great resource. So Ken Vela, Tommy Scalera, and Ruby Scalera. I'm I'm excited to talk to Ruby. Tommy said, "Is Susie going to be on the show?" And I said. No, she's back in the garage. And oh. uh, because Ruby's like, I want to hang with my car girls. Oh, <laughs> you know? man. <laughs> but uh, it's all good. They're going to join us. Uh, tell us what's happening, Greg. I know you specialize brokering, buying, and selling uh, antiques, collectibles, classic cars. What's the word this week? What uh, What's going on? Well, the word right now, I want to give a little bit of word of caution. I see a lot of guys at the auctions, they're, they're spending big money on like the 61, 62, up to 64 Impala convertibles. Nice car. They're great cars, yeah. and, and they do demand a, a high dollar nowadays. But what's happening, and some of these buyers aren't realizing, is a lot of these guys are converting two doors, and they're converting four doors into convertibles. I see. And there's nothing wrong with that, so to speak, but yeah. you have to be prepared and have your, have your eye on that. If you're looking at just a clean title at auction or at a private sale, and you're not looking at the VIN tag to identify the car, that's something you should do before you drop big money. I think most most uh, enthusiasts understand they they. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna pay what you get. Now, some would say, "Listen, I just need eight to ten thousand dollars worth of a ride. I'm only gonna drive it here and there. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be Barrett Jackson or no. Russo and Steel Ready." But what you're saying is, if you're dropping big coin, big coin, you want intrinsic value. It goes back to the VIN. What can folks look for regarding that VIN? Well, if you're looking at an Impala, a sixty to sixty four. Uh, when you look on the VIN tag, the fourth and fifth numbers need to be 6-7. Six, 6-7 seven. Six, seven identifies that as a true convertible. I see. So if you don't have a 6-7 on that VIN tag, then you're probably getting a two-door that's been converted or possibly a four-door. So something to be look, you know, looking out for because you know, it, it does have a, a, an issue when it comes to appraisal. has an issue when it comes to an insurance claim possibly. And nothing's worse than thinking you have a two-door convertible when you had a four-door you know, bones. Especially if you're looking at maybe you want to dress it up or and then you find out you take it to a specialist, uh, yep. you take it to a ranch or a good body shop and they, they got to, that's why they have tissue in the lounge. Right. <laughs> so when you're buying these big cars, look at the Vintag, do your due diligence. Yeah. Just because it says clean title doesn't mean the title's authentic to the car. So that's my words of wisdom uh, on these high dollar Impalas that are going right now. No, that's that's important. Last week you mentioned that some of these cars, of course, look, you guys know that right now the, the market all the, everything's on fire, man. Milk. I can't buy milk for a reasonable price. <laughs> Come on now. Tame the inflation. Money is almost free. To, to, we're on the Fed juice. 
Now, one thing to think about when you're doing Impalas <laughs> is if you're looking at a 65 to 71, if that Vintag says 67 or 67 and then another 67, what do you think that means? It's worth more money. Well, it really is. You have a 67 convertible and the other 67 means it's an SS. So once you're ah. going up into the 65 to 70 convertible or Impalas, Six seven six seven is a desired Vintag. All right, I know a lot of you may, you know, I mean, you're you're working full time and you you're big enthusiasts. You may be out there looking for a vehicle. Uh, Greg can help you. Uh, you know, if you're just window shopping, you're not sure you have questions. Uh, Gzup.com. Help me spell it, please. G e e z z u p dot com, and yeah. uh, I'll help you any way I can to help you get the right car. Yeah. Otherwise, if you got one point one million dollars, family. You can buy Ken Block's 914 horsepower Hooney truck. Greg, his Hooney truck is for sale. Yeah, that's a Ford, though, again, so I don't know about that <laughs> price point. <laughs> well, this particular truck has some good it history is. on it the does, track. <laughs> it has a good history on the track. I know the Mustang he had before the truck. I mean, they're just they're great vehicles. I'm sure that's going to command a big dollar. Yeah, and what I admire is a lot of, uh, a lot of our folks behind the wheel. They do a lot of charitable. A uh, big shout-out to Tech Force Foundation. Uh, leading the charge, I think the number is something like $3 million in scholarships for young automotive students. Wow. And, in fact, we're we're doing a video at the garage. You know, they'll call on us. We're, we're actually media partners. I can't even keep up with that, the stuff we do. But uh, for a lot of you parents out there that are hanging, um, please let your kids explore, man. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not what it was 20 years ago. Uh, I just posted up an article on LinkedIn that had to do with uh, – uh, well, the 100 million lines of code on a car, and there's a lot of change. So if, if your son or daughter likes to tinker, and when I say tinker, they may not have a whole lot of wrenches in back pocket. We're talking tinkering digitally, technically. It's an amazing opportunity. Yeah, the car industry has so many opportunities. It can go from you know show promoting, building, restoring, selling, even designing. So the automotive industry has so many opportunities for kids nowadays that they aren't even really aware of just yet. Yeah, no doubt. Now, opportunity sometimes comes on a simple scooter. How many of you got a scooter? I got a scooter. No, I don't have one. I got an electric scooter. <laughs> a couple skateboards. I got a scooter. My kids, we get on a scooter. Not in the summer because it's hot. It's like convection oven with a scooter. We're not doing that. <laughs> but a Florida man chases down his stolen Lamborghini on a scooter. Greg, wow. if, if somebody stole your Lamborghini, anything with wheels, you're jumping on it and you're going. I'm gone. I'm running no matter what. This Miami Beach man jumps on a scooter in pursuit of his stolen Lamborghini. It happened so fast. And again, we mentioned this. I don't know what it is. We all have had fun as youngsters behind the wheel. But there seems to be, Susie reported on this last week, out of Utah, there seemed to be several stories where really young kids were Getting behind the five, wheel. seven-year-old taking yeah, a car seven, out of state? Yeah, seven, 11, 14. I'm like, what's in the water? But there was a 14-year-old boy that said, you know what? These video games are just not good enough for me. <laughs> I'm going to go out and give me a real Lamborghini Urus. And let's jump on the freeway and go to California. <laughs> yeah. And the, the guy said, I'm not having it. I got a scooter. It's got wheels. I'm jumping on it. Wish I could have seen that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's craziness. Uh, I do want to mention something to you guys. Uh, if your check engine light is coming on, um, and we respect it, you know, we respect that you guys may want to, you know, fix something or that, make sure you're testing and code pulling only gets you so far, but please, if, if you think you fixed it, leave the check engine light on and drive it and see if you have eliminated the symptom. The reason why I say this is because you thought you fixed it, 
you replace the part, a week later, there's still a problem symptom-wise, but the check engine light doesn't come on. You take it into your local garage. If you clear the light, they're going to have to work a little harder. Wow, Think good about point. Good absolutely. Point. Um, data is saved. Data is saved in what we call mode six. We can go into mode six and go into the deeper layer and decipher the data. But if we clear it out, so just think about that. I know a lot of you saying, "Ah, uh-uh, I spent a lot of money. I want that light off. I'm clearing it." But just think about that. So I'm guilty. Little tip, and of course, if you got any questions about your vehicular situation, uh, reach out to us, Desert Car Care, Chandler and Dobson, or uh, National Database of Great. Great community-minded automotive technicians I can hook you up with. Just get a hold of me. Uh, You guys stay tuned. We're going to dive into, man, what it takes to put on one of the uh, nation's premier uh, car shows, the Fountain Valley Car Show, of course, uh, Canvella MC, and our friends at carshowsafari.com. Tommy Scalera and Ruby Scalera, they're going to be joining us. Stay tuned. Ranch Nation. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG. Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to PartsAuthority.com. Check locations nationally near you. PartsAuthority.com. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Anytime Auto Glass, a family-owned full-service windshield replacement and repair company with a focus on hard work, integrity, and providing a no-hassle professional service for their windshield and vehicle tint clients. AnytimeAutoGlassAZ.com or call 480 480- Four three zero four five nine seven. Anytime Auto Glass. Support for Wrench Nation Car Talk, the smart choice for auto parts, Pronto National Association. Pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry. Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com. Right on, welcome back. Get on to WrenchNation.tv. And I remind you, get on to Car Show Safari. Com. Listen, if you can't make it out to Fountain Valley in California, we got Father's Day weekend. My point is this. What a great way. You're traveling, Greg. Why not? Hey, I'm going to pit stop. I'm doing the museums over here. Maybe I'm at the beach over here. What's in my local neighborhood for a car show? And carshowsafari.com 
leading authority on all of that. And I want to set up, and I have to, because this is awesome. Oh, yeah. Ruby Scalera studied journalism and writing at Emerson College in Boston. Boston Mass, big shout out. Uh, she's been going to car shows and events since before she could walk. I have a feeling Mr. Tommy has something to do with that. Oh, yeah. But I'd sure. like to bring in Ruby Scalera first. Ruby, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, you rock, man. Social media and editor of news uh, for the website, carshowsafari.com. Before we bring in Dad, Tommy Scalera, give us a little history. Uh, yes, yeah, so Dad and I started the website. Uh, I guess it's going on a decade at this point. Um, I just started journalism school. It's always been something that we shared, this love of the automotive industry, history, uh, art, culture, travel, all, all the things associated with cars. And I was studying autom- uh, studying journalism. He's like, I need someone to do content for this site. Like, how can we not only talk about the shows, but all the culture and all the art and everything surrounding them? And I was like, well, I have an idea. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we kind of got to develop a little bit of the news department together. And then, of course, reaching younger audiences, bringing in social media and the multimedia facet of all of that. So it's been a really exciting journey. We've, we've done a lot in the last couple of years. <laughs> There's a lot of folks, a lot of folks in the automotive world, or in for that matter, maybe, maybe, hey, they basket weave for a living, whatever, but they have a website. They're stressed out regarding social media. You're doing it. And, and, and it's right. We can all agree, hold hands. It's never perfect. What advice would you give somebody that's just kind of starting their brand out um, regarding their brand voice in social media? Yeah, I mean, the big thing, you said it right there, it's brand voice. As soon as you kind of develop who you are as a company, it's a lot easier to kind of cross-promote and cross-platform a lot of the content, maybe not reuse it, but repurpose it. Uh, I will say it's so tempting to try every new form of social media on the market. I am a huge TikTok <laughs> nut. Like, it's so yeah. ridiculous how many hours I've lost to this platform. But if you try them all when you're just getting out of the gate, it can be very overwhelming. Um so, you know, there's certain ones in the automotive industry that work better for us. We do great on Instagram because people love looking at pictures of cars. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, you, you feel the same way. I mean, like, oh, with yeah. your G's up, cup down. Bro. I'll tell you what, I need therapy. I'm taking medicine sometimes. I got, I'm, like, on eight different platforms. About two years ago, I said, <laughs> I got to slow it down, Ruby. I'm going to pick this, that. And it all relates to audience. Like, who's my audience? Yeah. You know, and I, I think you'll agree, Ruby. You guys do an amazing job, and we're gonna bring we're gonna bring Dad Tommy Scalera in here a minute. We'll talk dive we'll deep dive into the site, but you it's overwhelming. It can be overwhelming. Oh, absolutely, and and it helps to have you know an expert, award winning graphic designer on my team. <laughs> well, let's do that. Let's bring Big Daddy Tommy into the show. He is uh, Tommy. Are you there, Bree? Let's bring in I Tommy. Am here. You I rock. Am here. Hey, welcome, Tommy. Thank you so much, man. And, uh, great, to have, great to be on. Great, great to have me. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I figured we'd start with Ruby because you, uh, boy, you've got a vibe tribe out there. You, the bug has hit every one of the Scaleras, I imagine. <laughs> yes. It's a family affair. And I love that. Uh, Tommy, talk to us about your background, uh, quite the talent behind graphics and, and so on. How'd you get started? Well, I spent a, a bunch of years on, on Madison Avenue uh, uh, in uh, ad agencies in the city, in New York City. And uh, what I found was that uh, when, when Ruby was a small child, uh, you know, Madison Avenue takes everything out of you. And I would be getting home at like, you know, two o'clock in the morning. And uh, on weekends, there was this little girl who was like, uh, who's that guy uh, oh. around here on the weekends? We don't yeah. see him during the week. 
And um, I, you know, uh, my wife would be like, well, that's, that's your father. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, you'll get to know him at some point. So I said, you know what? Enough of this. I, uh, I quit Madison Avenue. I opened up my own place uh, at, out of my house in New Jersey at the time. And uh, then uh, we were able to spend time with the family and be with the family and be part of, uh, part of the group. And when Ruby was old enough to go to car shows, which was probably about two, Nice. <laughs> um, we would be going to car shows together, and uh, she caught the bug early. And uh, uh, I think she pointed at a 57 Corvette and said, I want. And uh, so uh, it became history after that. So we started up Car Show Safari when after she graduated uh, uh, with a journalism degree at, uh, at Emerson. And uh, we've been going ever since. And, uh, you know, it's been great. It's been fantastic. And there's, uh, uh, we also have other family members and people in the group. Um, and, uh, so it's, uh, it's really a labor of love. Uh, we enjoy it completely. We meet constantly. Um, and, uh, I go to car shows constantly, uh, sometimes several a weekend. Uh, and, uh, we're all. Yeah, no. And I, and I love that. Uh, it seems to me also growing up in New York, uh, very, very, actually all things marketing out of, out of Madison Avenue, Ogilvy on advertising, things like that. But it does get to be a rat race. It, you know, Greg, uh, Tommy was mentioning that in my first five years back in the mid nineties, running my first garage. One of the things that, you know, I talked to a lot of industry folks. I missed the first five years of my daughter's life. Yeah. Tommy, it's, it's a tough way. Yeah. It'll take yeah. your time up real quick if you're not careful. Yeah. And you decided you had to, you said, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, I decided I wasn't gonna I, I wasn't gonna be getting in at two o'clock in the morning anymore, and uh, you know, um, living that lifestyle and and it, that lifestyle will just eat you alive. It yeah. takes everything out of you. Um, and I was so much happier. I opened up my own my own ad agency um, in '97. Is that and, Info uh, Romer? Is that uh, there's a, I'm on the site now. Give us the ad agency name, please. Uh, well, it's now called Generator Automotive Media. I just and, saw it flash. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the reason for that it was originally called Graphic Angels Design Group, and I worked for many years. But uh, uh, in coming out to California uh, a year and a half ago, um, I decided to uh, focus entirely on automotive, um, and so I changed the name to Generator Automotive Media, um, and uh, um, haven't looked back. I I love it out here. Uh, we've moved Car Show Safari out here. And uh, it has been fantastic. And the people that we've met between Fireball Tim, uh, Ken Vela, and, uh, and and all the other uh, crazies, it's just, it's been fantastic. Well, it gets your juices going. i got to speak to those listening right now. Those are maybe just getting started uh, from a brand pers- uh, perspective. We talked to Ruby briefly about social media. All right, got to start a website. Where can I go wrong, Tommy, if I'm launching? No matter what industry I'm in, what, what, what would you give advice on it? to just be cautious on uh well there's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh pitfalls along the way one of the things is is that when you start a website uh it's a little bit like you could have the greatest uh uh, tequila stand in the safari in the (laughs) sahara desert but if no one knows about you it it doesn't matter gosh um you need to get the word out there you need to uh work with other people uh and um you know so that they can find your site so that they know where you are uh, and you provide a much better service uh, to people. You, you want to make it simple. You want to make it easy to navigate. Uh, but you want to have plenty of content. And uh, one of the things that we've been working very, very hard on the past two years is SEO and uh, being able to be found. 
So that that's that's a really tough call. It's a it's a moving target. Uh, but uh, we've been doing a lot better. In fact, uh, since we've moved out to California from New Jersey, um, uh, our our traffic is up ninety percent. Man, that's amazing. Um, because yeah. more people know about us, and uh, more people are able to find us. You mentioned something, and I think Ruby, uh, thank goodness for a shared economy, right? We've seen this last three to five years, which yeah. just means one of the things you mentioned, and, and as gearheads and car people, we need to know this because we can have the greatest of the latest, but that brand reach, it is about sort of cross-promotional. And what I see on this carshowsafari.com car site, you guys do an amazing job networking and, and sharing the world of others out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the old... Uh the old saying that a rising pine raises all ships is true. And, yeah. uh, you know, all of us in this hobby, we all have a lot in common and, uh, we can all benefit from each other and sharing and, uh, you know, just, just being about the hobby, being about love for cars. Yeah, no doubt. And you, you so, guys do an amazing job. I don't want to cut you short, Tommy. We have plenty of time, but I do want to put you and Ruby just on hold briefly. I want to get the floor open for Ken Vela so we can get the stage. Ken Vela, MC, are you hanging in the wings, Mr. Ken? We're going to bring you on. I'm here. Ken, I called you earlier. I heard the wind of a vehicle. Your last-minute detailing for the Fountain Valley Car Show. Are you stressed out? Um, no, actually, I'm getting more relaxed as nice. we're getting closer. Perfect. Little California Zen, I love it. <laughs> well, being that we were can- we started out at uh, June thirteenth of last year and had to cancel, reschedule for August, right. and then cancel that, and the reschedule for for this year. Um, I think all the stress just uh, that 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 was then. Now it's just I'm just so grateful that it's it's happening. Yeah, and of course, uh, both Tommy and Ruby of Car Show Safari will be on site. Ken, they better be. You too. Oh, yeah. We're, uh, listen, tomorrow morning, I'm taking the Ranch Nation Mobile Mobile. We're headed out. I, I, we're taking the gear. We're really excited. Of course, Greg Ovis with G's Up will be out there. Ken, tell us, you've worked very hard on this. Before we dive into some of the, the unique and fascinating that you got going on, there are mm-hmm. people right now, post-COVID, that are regrouping their mm-hmm. little cars and coffees. If you had an, a, a little bit of advice... What would you say would be a nice basic rudiment if you're doing your own cars and coffee? It doesn't have to be a big stadium gig, but what advice would you give somebody looking to plan uh, their own local community event? Yeah, um, moving forward because of what we've all been through, uh, I think you know as as the the, the masks, uh, the mandates, and everything are starting to lift. But I think keeping that that safe element. Um, out there still having the masks available and options if people want to wear masks, uh, just making them feel comfortable, uh, you know, a, a sanitizing station, uh, things like that. Uh, again, just, just kind of giving that, that, uh, that even extra space because, you know, it's a big transition after we've been what I call so, so-called being grounded and getting out there. It's, just, it's almost like uh, coming out for the first time and, and, you know, you need your space. You need to get acclimated, and I think that that helps a lot. And not just in car shows. I think just in just in any any event that you're putting together, if you're dealing with the public, because this is you know this has been a, a, a force that that really you know knocked us down. And and you know we've got to get back in there and just jump jump in and, and just go for it. Yeah. Well, Ken, I, I'm excited. I'm leaving uh, 
Friday morning, so I can't wait to get out there and check. We're it like out a bunch of children. We don't know what we're to do driving. with ourselves. We're going out to the Fountain Valley Car Show. Yeah, <laughs> off foundation, we're ahead there. Yeah, no, that that is so awesome. You know, in in Greg, I know we talked about that before. That you know, you said, well, I, you know, I've got other plans. I'm not going to be able to make it. It's like, man, I, I I want you out there. So what can I throw? Out there, yeah. To you, make know what, you know what he sends me? He sends well, me. Oh, wait a minute. Was this a was this a Ken Villa bribe of some it sort was. of a situation? He sent me a picture of all the food trucks that are going to be there. <laughs> well, every good car show is going to have a food trucks. That's yeah, awesome. It, it worked obviously. So we'll see you and eat soon. Yeah. Listen, I want us to have plenty of time. I'm going to take a quick break so we have a nice long third and fourth. Uh, we're going to cut to break. If you guys are just joining us, Fountain Valley Car Show. Uh, happening this weekend, a great Father's Day weekend. Head out over there. I don't care what part of Southern yeah, California. It's going to be great. Silent auction, raffles. Trophies, Big time. And so we're going to dive into some of the unique and eclectic, not only vehicles, but there'll be some great celebrities. And, of course, during the break, visit carshowsafari.com. Stay tuned, Wrench Nation. Vision collision. God forbid you get into an accident or you get a little bumper, fender, bender, slide, or even if you've got that shopping cart that ends up scratching the side of your newer ride. My friends at Vision Collision, they're certified. They deal with insurance companies, but also what I really like is they were able to deal with my situation. I didn't want to exercise my insurance. And I paid out of pocket, and they gave me a very fair price with quality work. So for any complete auto body paint and repair, you want that small business, the heart of business that treats you one-on-one. Vision Collision, 480-248-9049, visioncollision.com. When you're thinking about body shop or collision work, paint repair, dent repairs, collision, wheel restoration, Vision Collision is the way to go. Tell them Frank at Wrench Nation sent you. 480-248-9049. 480-248-9049. Vision Collision. 52% of the population family are women. We love you ladies, but less than 3% of you women are professional technicians. Our charity partner, Tech Force Foundation, believes if we want to solve this little technician shortage, we need to start talking that 52% of these ladies out in the population Head on over. If you feel like you can tinker with the best of them, head on over to techforce.org. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Uh, get on to wrenchnation.tv. We'd love to hear your comments. And by the way, you guys, if you're transitioning from your vehicle, you know there's a link on our website. You can actually listen to the show live right at 4 p.m. Um, Arizona time. You can listen right from the website. We, we did that. We're kind of toying around with some of that stuff. And so far, so good. We've had good feedback. Ruby Scalera, uh, editor of news and social media for carshowsafari.com, has written a, a number for a number of automotive publications and loves having a career that blends essentially her two passions, writing and the automobile. Ruby, welcome back. Thanks so much for having me back, guys. Let me ask you, coming out of journalism school, um, did you find uh, an easy transition? You know, you're in school, you're learning, you're mm-hmm. key components about storytelling. Was automotive just a natural fit for you? Did you say, oh, I've got I've I've to do things a little differently uh, when I'm writing this content for the, uh, for the automotive enthusiast? Well, I've been writing my whole life. I'm lucky enough to have uh, come from a very artistic family, so I've always been telling stories. Um, and writing about cars is just a way to explore and learn about something that I already found so interesting and so exciting. So um, the demographic is different than what I traditionally write. Uh, I'm currently doing grad school in 
sustainability right now. Ah, cars. green. Uh, it's, yeah, it's uh, it's a little different, but the the general idea of telling stories and giving people the information that makes them care and makes them interested, it's just all the same. There is so much engaging. I got to mention this real quick, Greg, on the site, and I, and I want to share this. Um, there's all kinds of segments to the site. What I really liked, besides the list and event, you're allowing folks to list their car show events and so on. Safari News, you know, when you get to the site, you see that, and, and it says right now, why didn't early electric cars have the spark? I'm going to give Greg a chance. Greg, why didn't uh, early cars not have spark? Early cars. I don't know. I don't I'll know. Look into that. I, I'm not that old school of a mechanic. Yeah, I'm not that uh, old. You guys might know. But, but it's not. the kind of stuff, and I'm going to cheat and read it well. If it was so perfect, why didn't it survive? The, the story <laughs> goes on to talk about uh, oil and uh, the instability and electric cars and so on. But you can read that. My point is, it's engaging. Props up to you and family, uh, Ruby. The, the site's very engaging. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I actually came to that story idea because I worked at the Lars Anderson Auto Museum in Boston oh, uh, when wow. I was in school. And they had electric cars from the turn of the century. And I find it so interesting that we are now in this resurgence, this renaissance of electric vehicles. And I was like, this seems relevant, even though it's 120 years old or whatnot. It, uh, and so one of the really cool things about the site is I can just do that. <laughs> yeah, no, and you did a good job by way of covering a little history. And you're absolutely right. It's sort of come full circle Greg, uh, well, electric vehicles were, they were out. Yeah, they're uh, out. But Ruby, I have a question. If you're in electric vehicles, but your passion started from a 57 Corvette, I need to know more about that. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a Jersey girl, died in the wool. Uh, I currently <laughs> live in Nashville. I'm in California with my folks. But, you know, Jersey girl and American cars, they just have something really special about them. Uh, they, they're not presumptuous. Right? Yeah, There's nothing right. about them that assumes. Uh, but I just, I, one of the earliest cars I remember seeing with my dad at a car show, uh, really, really young, was that red 57 Corvette. <laughs> it's just such an iconic vehicle. You're hooked, man. That's iconic. That'll always be yep. in the blood flow for sure. Ruby, we're going to put you on hold briefly. I'd like to uh-huh. bring back uh, Tommy, president and founder of CarShowSafari.com. Uh, he sort of says, hey, you know, we got to create something for car enthusiasts, listing car shows and motorsport events nationwide. Tommy, you've seen a lot. You've seen a lot by way of automotive shows. In your opinion, mm-hmm. what makes a really good car show well i think that uh variety really helps uh having a lot of different types of cars uh and uh, having a lot of uh various uh vendors uh and other other things to include in the show uh we were big fans of the uh the dead man's curve show and led east back east nice Uh, we were sponsors in both of those shows and one of the the reasons they were so successful was they had great vendors they had great food, which is always a big one for me. Uh, and they also had a lot of different types of cars. And rather than just going to a show and seeing only one type of car, uh, maybe they're exotics, maybe they're muscle cars, is to have a variety of cars. And uh, it, was, uh, it was a fantastic event. Uh, and uh, the other thing was that uh, people love to, uh, to photograph cars. So you want to make sure that the cars are, are positioned away from each other just enough so that people can really appreciate that one car. I like that. It's a good point. I mean, we're all trying to be insta-famous. We want our pictures. <laughs> you know, I love it. <laughs> right? But, Tommy, i got to yeah. ask you, we, we've done, uh, with Ranch Nation, we've done some work with ClassicCars.com, the future 
uh, uh, classic car show up in Scottsdale. And I ask you this question, and Bree, let's bring Ken Vela in because we had this conversation with Ken as well. Here we are, hashtag fake news. Some would think that millennials have no interest in vehicles. I beg to differ. I'm sure you gentlemen, Ruby, while you're holding, you certainly beg to differ. I say let's bring Ruby in. Let's see if we can pull this off. Um, in, in planning these car shows, we certainly are thinking about our audience. We're thinking about a venue, an array of uh, well, hey, food trucks and entertainment. Ken, you gave it some thought. You didn't want to leave out the youngsters. Tell us what you're doing at the Fountain Valley that really speaks to the next generation. Yeah, that is the, the one key or one of the key elements is bringing in the next generation. And the other thing is, is being able to, uh, to, to bring the, those cultures together, the young, the old, and um, even uh, you know, with, with the uh, with the girls, bringing bringing all that together and, and meshing. Um, but you know, at the show, we're putting on the beginners engine challenge—a father and son, mother and daughter—that we're really promoting uh, a timed type thing, just basic uh, bolt-on engine uh, things on a couple of small block Chevys. Wow. And again, just to be able to uh, team build and, and get that conversation started, maybe uh, you know, spark some interest in the automotive field, whether it's wrenching or. You know, as, as we know, with the automotive uh, world now, I mean, we're going into basically we're driving computers. So, I mean, it, it just opens up a, a whole new uh, um, area for, for anybody that wants to get into the automotive industry. You know, that's, that's it's different. So yeah. that is one of the biggest things uh, for, for me was to be able to meld all these groups together. And, again, uh, like, uh, you know, Tom, you're saying that as far as getting uh, everyone together and and, and having a, 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 a variety of selection, you know, there's something for everybody out there. That is awesome. Uh, Ruby, i got to put you on the spot. Here you are. <laughs> I'm going to give you an acre, some of the beautiful mountainside, uh, perfect climate. I'm going to give you an unlimited budget. I'm actually going to give you a few A-listers. We're going to make some phone calls. Oh, we'll if, bring them. We'll bring them. Yeah, we'll bring them. In, in, in the world of, uh, well, help me out. My daughters play the game. What is that simulate? Sims. I'm going to give you a Sims <laughs> Car show to build. There you go. What would you what would you say would be something that you would really for future, right? Your peer group, if you could get ten of your friends, what would they really want to see in today's car show environment if you could build that? Uh well the interesting thing about my generation and I just turned twenty nine, so I'm not I'm not young. <laughs> Uh, but it, we didn't grow up with cars that we necessarily see at car shows, right? My first car was an 87 Volvo station wagon. Oh, Those cars get wow. run into the ground, and that's it. Like, I don't really want to collect one. Um, and so there's not that built-in nostalgia that often comes with older car enthusiasts. So we have to kind of bring in new energy. We have to get people excited. And a lot of that is just about being open to what the industry looks like. You know, there's this perception of what a classic car is and what makes a car valuable. And I think, you know, I drive a new Mazda. And I love it, you know, and there's something really exciting about the tech blending with the design and all of that. So I think just being aware that, you know, there's a lot of ways to appreciate cars and we don't have to kind of gatekeep the car industry. Uh, we can't afford classic cars. I wish I could. <laughs> you know, I really, really wish I could afford to have a classic car. But I was brought into it because there was a 60 or a 62 Thunderbird in the, the garage. Most people don't have that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no doubt. That growing up. Uh, so how do we say, okay, let's meet them on the platforms, the social media platforms that they're at. And let's say, listen, you can show up in your new cars. You can show up in your, you know, V6s instead of your V8s. It's okay. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, maybe 
cutting down some of those gates that are keeping people out and saying, we love your version of the car industry. Welcome. Yeah. That's big for me. That's big for what we do at Safari, too. I think keeping it open, uh, I think we will all agree, uh, Greg Overston Studio, I, I don't think, I think, you know, we're, we're defending car people and car enthusiasts. We don't want to be jaded in a certain way. We're not saying that the insurance expo isn't as good. Right. Probably not. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think, I think we do a pretty good job, Greg. You've been to a lot of auctions across the country. Have you seen your fair mm-hmm. share of car shows, Greg? It's a, it's a welcome everybody yeah, type it's of welcome everyone. I actually <laughs> enjoy going to the car shows and seeing the guys that are still building their car. I'm more excited about that. To you see want the raw it. bones. I want the raw bones, yeah. the engineering, the, the modifications. I, I enjoy that aspect of cars at car shows a lot more sometimes than the perfect, pristine one. So yeah. I love the under construction category. Tommy, your favorite part. You've seen a lot of car shows. You're out promoting, doing an amazing job, branding and marketing. What's, uh, what's your favorite appeal to uh, a local car show? What, what really gets you going? Well, I, I got to say that I, 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 I'm a big fan of really weird cars. Um, <laughs> and uh, this is nothing against uh, beautiful uh, Chevelles, uh, Mustangs, uh, Camaros. I, I own a Mustang. Um, but when I see something like a 49 Nash Airflight, <laughs> right? that gets me going. I, I love seeing odd cars, unique cars, uh, Maybe cars that only lasted a few years, or or really only only had a very short lifespan. But I, I find that when I go to a car show, if I see something that's really unique, weird, uh, th- that gets me going. I really enjoy. So, what's that. the weirdest one that you've seen, or the or the one that you want? Tell us. Well, uh, again, I'm going to have to say that the the, the 49 Nash Airflight okay. uh, th- th- that one really gets me going. I also, like uh, 1950 Studebakers. Uh, I think that they fall under the category of so ugly they're good looking, uh, <laughs> and uh, but uh, I also like micro cars. I think micro cars are a riot. I you know give me wow. a, a BMW Isetta. Um, so uh, I'm actually but, a fan uh, of the Fiat I, Jollies. Actually, the Fiat oh, yeah. Jollies. Those are yeah. fun looking. They look fun. Well, I'm listening to this and I'm saying, wow, we just we had Dennis Gage on beginning of May, and and boy does he cover, he covers some yeah, odd some and cool eclectic, some pretty cool mm-hmm. cars. Uh, I want you guys to stay tuned. We're going to cut to break just real quick. I want to bring Ken Vela in, and let's get into the meat and potatoes of what's going on at the Fountain Valley Car Show. You guys can find that all over on the Internet, as well as please visit carshowsafari.com. Perhaps you can't make it to Fountain Valley, and there's a car show in your neighborhood. It's a great resource for that. You guys hang tight. Ranch Nation. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time The green light flashes, the flags go up Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank Fuel burning fast on an empty tank Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns Their prowess is potent and secretly stern As they speed through the finish, the flags go down The fans get up and they get out of town The arena is empty, except for one man Still driving and striving as fast as he can The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone All alone alone in a time of need Because he's racing and racing and plotting Go on and ride me up a walk 25 Post my place, walk again on a line 
Nash Nation. Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. Welcome back. We're Inch Nation family. Always an honor to spend it with you. A big shout out to our weekend uh, podcast family. Of course, uh, every Sunday, I'll be honest, lately it's been Monday. The garage has been busy. But we always uh, load up the podcast uh, over the next following week. Big shout out to KFNX, 88.7 The Pulse and 90.7 The Neon on Saturday. Always grateful you guys could join us. Uh, I want to get with Tommy real quick. Tommy has uh, not only the carshowsafari.com, great family affair, uh, providing lots of value, but as a graphic designer, a talented graphic designer, well, with the roots out of Madison Avenue, generator automedia.com. I've got to ask you, Tommy, outside of the automotive realm, what challenges do you see marketers having today by way of how they're able to get all of their widgets and wares and let the world know? What do they struggle with regarding brand reach? Well, there's, uh, there's now so many um, uh, venues uh, and, and sources of information out there between the Internet, <clears throat> pardon me, the Internet and uh, advertising, um, far less maybe print um, but uh, there's so many ways to reach people, but, but the trouble is that that causes a lot of noise. And it's very easy to ignore, uh, you know, a lot of, of information that's coming at us uh, with so much of it hitting us all the time. So it, it is very challenging. And, uh, uh, of course, being able to understand the moving target of social media uh, and be able to reach the right audience, uh, it's a lot better than it used to be in terms of being able to know whether you're reaching the audience you want to reach um, with all the data and all the information that we can get uh, from from uh, internet now. But uh, it's also very hard because uh, people tune a lot of it out. And if you're marketing through email, it's very easy to ignore a lot of this stuff that's coming at you. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why it's important. You guys are boots on the ground as well. Brick and mortar, you're out at events and, mm-hmm. and you're promoting. I, I think, uh, Greg, we can't forget about that. Uh, with your brand G's up, you're out at advance as well. Oh yeah, and I found I don't I agree with Tommy 100%. I, you just pick a couple platforms and you concentrate on the quality of content and and the reach how it reaches and just focus on that instead of trying to have a little bit of everything. Yeah, I think it works. Yeah, let's bring in um, Mr. Ken Vella. Let's talk about some of the surprises. Ken, are you there? I am here. We talked earlier. You said, hey, guess what? I got a last-minute surprise. I said, no, save it for the show. Yeah, what is it? Latest announcement, drumroll, Fountain Valley Car Show. What do we got, Big Daddy? <laughs> well, um, I got a call this morning, and we secured for your you motorcycle fans, not to mention all the other motorcycles that we have out there, we have the Tom Cruise Top Gun bike. Wow. That's Ooh. nice. Now, it is a replica, but it is the yeah. real deal. Um, but that is what's what's slated to come. I got the got the word this morning, so very excited. Um, and that's actually a really good segue, if if, if you let me. Please, no, the it. floor is yours, sir. <laughs> uh, the big daddy of them all, basically, is going to be our 1940 Crocker Big Tank motorcycle. L Crocker started in 37 in California. Most people don't know about the Crocker motorcycle. Uh, if you do your history on that, L Crocker and uh, Mr. Bigsby, which Bigsby, you may have heard that name, that goes to uh, the uh, in the guitar world. Um, he, was, he designed quite a few things for, for guitars, too. Very interesting combination, but that bike will be out there in 2016. It won the Quail, uh, Quail Award, which is just an, an exciting thing. 
And then next we have the uh, the Captain America bike from Easy Rider, wow. uh, the 69 Harley that will be out there. Um, we also have the Magna Cycle. That's a supercharged bike that was featured in 1974 in Biker Magazine and brought to you by the, the wonderful Maureen Magnuson, uh, Magnuson Superchargers, and... Um, Trackmaster products. So that's our signature bikes, and uh, then we have our signature cars. Any questions so far? Uh, well, uh, we're just listening. Yeah. Uh, I think Greg had to wipe his lower lip a little bit in like, the studio. He's kind of drooling right now. <laughs> Come on, keep it, Mr. Ken Vela, keep it going. What else do we got going? <laughs> we get keep it going. All right, let's go down to the signature vehicles now. Uh, the big daddy, as you would say, for uh, it would be Von, the Von Dutch truck. It's a 1966 um, F-150 that has been totally customized and cut. Uh, it's never been to a car show in its life. It's been sitting up in Santa Paula at the, at the warehouse, uh, the, uh, the vault, uh, and, and thank, I thank them so much for bringing that down uh, to be on display. But he uh, he's the father of uh, pinstriping. So we have uh, about eight uh, pinstripers out there, very well-known pinstripers, like uh, Von Hot Rod will be out there, world-renowned. We've got Jeff Stiles, uh, Mr. Martinez, Johnny Martinez will be out there, and quite a few others. But uh, that's the, the father of, uh, of pinstripe. He was the very first pinstriper. And so we're going to unveil that truck um, in the afternoon, and then we have a, a great uh, a plaque memorial that's dedicated that we're going to be auctioning off with all the stars. We're going to be signing that that's dedicated for just that truck. So that's the, our main signature vehicle. Then we go down to the 32 Mil- Milner car from American Graffiti, the yellow 32. I'm sure you're familiar with that oh, iconic, yeah. Yeah. right? That will be there. We've got a uh, the Phantom. It's a 1936 Auburn uh, that was uh, John D'Agostino's creation. Uh, that will be out there. That hit Grand National Roadster Show. I built uh, that was in uh, Sweden, I believe. That's when it was built. But it traveled. It traveled the world. It's absolutely gorgeous. I can't wait to see it on the green. Um, and then next up, we have uh, the Voodoo Sahara Voodoo Larry uh, Custom. Some of you may be familiar with that vehicle, but that thing is that just it was a home run. It's unbelievable. Wait till you see that car. And then also we have a '51 Chevy Custom uh, Ted Leventhal. Uh, Ted actually was uh, was in Car Driver or Car Cars uh, Motor Trend magazine back in the early '50s as one of the first candy apple paint jobs used with a special dye. So uh, talk about you know some crazy history. And then on top of that, we've got our Wicked 356 Porsche, or Hot Rod Outlaw by Wicked Customs. <laughs> me, of course, up there shooting the nitrous. Um, so that's uh, that. Those are our signature cars. We're looking at, and uh, then we have our '81 Peterbilt. This monster is unbelievable. Flames, chrome, inside, outside. Nothing like I've never seen anything like it before. That's going to be a, a, on display too. So we're looking at about two million dollars just in those signature. Cars alone. That's right. I mean, big uh, big shout out as well. You've got uh, some, of course, Fireball Tim will be in house. Uh, you've got some other celebrities, uh, including uh, yeah. Tommy and Ruby Scalera, uh, that will be on site for sure. Give us uh, some names, some shout outs. All right, we could do that too. How about uh, jo- Joji Barris from the Barris clan? She'll be out there on. on uh, on the field with us, we've got Maureen Magnuson, Magnuson Superchargers, as, that I mentioned. Of course, the wonderful Fireball Tim and his cool coloring books are going to be out there as well. He's got the, the Fireball Pick Award that we're going to be doing. And that trophy is going to be kind of crazy because, actually, I designed and built the trophy for him. He hasn't even seen it yet. but it is A surprise. I like, oh, so you're full of surprises, cool. kid. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it is so cool. I can't wait to reveal that. Uh, we have Joe Coddington. 
uh, Jeff Stiles. Um, we're looking at for the American Graffiti Stars, uh, Candy Clark and Bo Hopkins. Oh, wow. Um, Ed Iski Eskandarian uh, celebrating 100 years this year, the Cam father, the father of uh, the, the Cam. Um, but, I, you know, I go back to it's like I think we've celebrated now at least 13 times. So does that make him 113 today? Wow. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I just... I just know those Isky cams, they, they're going to go on forever, for yeah, sure. Yeah, Heck yeah. And yeah. then we have the nitrous oxide, Mike Thermos will be, be out there. And, and as I mentioned, Von Hot Rod, world-renowned, with his pinstripe circus. Um, you got an amazing event you pulled together. We're excited to be out there, Ken. Um, where can folks, I'm sure day of event, if they can't make it, will you be updating social media and where can folks find um, your, your your information, and maybe they can they can follow through through the course of the day. Yeah, the biggest one would be um, svcarshow.com. That's the uh, the main uh, website. But you can go on my my site kenbella.com or wickedcustoms.com or kenbellamc.com uh, to be able to see that. And of course, all over Facebook, uh, Instagram, and all social media, be able to to look at and see exactly what's going on and what we're putting out there. Um, that would be the, the, the best way to, to get a hold of That is that. awesome. Tommy Scalera and Ruby Scalera, carshowsafari.com. We look forward to seeing all. We'll have uh, some hot mics. We're going to be setting up uh, some just laid-back interviews. Uh, we're honored to have you guys on the show. God, we can go another hour, Greg, right? easy. We're running out of time already. Radio, FCC, oh, yeah. and all the rest, and happy day. But And, and Ken, you, right. you didn't elaborate on the food trucks. I guess oh, food trucks. to find out on well, the weekend. I was, I was food getting truck. ready to uh, interject and kind of politely oh. interrupt to, to, to finish my spiel, so to speak. Uh, the <laughs> food trucks. Keeps... We have four gourmet food trucks out on site, and that includes ice cream. So we're, we're going <laughs> anyway, to I'll just have to find out when I get there. I'm, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, you know, most importantly, we, and when we're talking about a little bit of everything for, for everyone, we we talk about the vintage trailers. Oh yeah. So we have forty vintage trailers. Majority of them are pulled by custom cars. That will be also on the grass on a, on a nice field, separate from from all or altogether, separately in their own little trailer town, and which is really really super cool. So, so we're going to have over four hundred vehicles on on the lot, and and the show starting out was. 14 or 15 years ago um it was a small mom and pop and and now it's it's grown big time a great time for all ken vela thanks tommy and ruby scalera of carshowsafari.com you guys rock thank you all for joining wrench nation we appreciate you guys we love you. Thank we you. Can't wait for you to come down here. We're coming down. I we'll mean, ice there. cream. We don't have ice cream in Arizona in the summer. You know what that looks like in the summer. <laughs> so, <laughs> in honor to, in honor to, that's it. In honor to hang with you guys and uh, look forward to seeing you at the show. I remind you, listening, uh, please check out carshowsafari.com. Uh, hey, you know what? There's a lot of stuff on the internet, but if you're looking for car shows in your, I don't care if you're in Portland, Oregon, you're in New Jersey, Florida, Phoenix, Arizona, or Fountain Valley, you can find a great car show. Greg, thank you for joining Absolutely. in-house. We appreciate you. And as I tell you guys every week, man, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. <laughs>